0: What's the first thing you realized after moving out of your parents' home? How beautiful the double-edged sword of freedom is. You can do whatever you want, but you have no safety net. If you don't manage everything, your life will happily run itself off the rails in a ton of tiny, insidious ways. Yep, it's crazy how quickly the crap hits the fan sometimes. Since leaving home, I have a whole new respect for my parents. Life is hard. I thought I could live on £350 until Christmas, so I took it out of my savings account and put it in my current account, spent £9 a week on food at Iceland and Lidl, £2 on new socks, £8 on a new memory stick for uni, and I had to buy an Arduino for programming which cost £60, and roughly £10 on drinks for a few nights in. That was all of my purchases. Spent just over £110 in three weeks and my account was completely empty. Where's the £350 gone? There was also £112 a week in rent, which I somehow forgot about. Lesson learned. That I finally had no one to explain myself to. I want to go out at 2am? Just walk out the door. I come home at 4am? Just walk in the door. I come home drunk with my own spew all over myself? Just go in the toilet and question my existence while I clean up. Basically what I was going to say, except with the ending that you finally realize that it's nice to go to work and school not tired after you have no reason to stay out late and avoid your parents. Yep, now you're avoiding your roommates. And someday, if you're lucky, you'll be avoiding your spouse. Chicken doesn't have to be dry. Spaghetti sauce doesn't have to come from a can. Love my folks, but they are not chefs by any means. My mom thinks that chicken that is even a little juicy is raw and makes me burn her piece to perfection. It's so annoying. My mum is the same way. Chicken is pure white and juicy? She looks at it intently. Can you throw mine back on the grill? It, it's pink. I can see pink. Yeah, well, I'm seeing red, so hop in the oven yourself. Yeah, when I visit, my mum gets teed off at me because apparently I turn every meal into a production. My bad for making sure it's all fresh and tastes good. Wow, it's super easy to get fat. I've had the opposite. Without my mum pushing second helpings on me and trying to save money on food, I eat a far better number of calories for my lifestyle. Not sure the food is any healthier or worse for me, though. I guess it depends on the upbringing. If you have a mother who cooked portions for anorexic baby birds like some mothers, the food and its costs could well get on top of you. That I wasn't the messy one. When the person you're living with makes no effort to keep a place tidy, there's no incentive for you to, either. You're either picking up two people's messes or picking up your own, but still feeling like it's always messy, so what's the point? After I move out, my apartment never has clutter, never has dishes in the sink, gets vacuumed regularly, etc., my mom's house, on the other hand, is still a disaster. People really scared me about bills. Oh, you're going to have to pay bills every month and it'll be the worst. Sure, it's not super nice having to take money and give it to various people at regular intervals, but it's not stressful. Living with my parents was way more stressful than paying bills has ever been. Back in the day, when you can't find your bill in the mail, people start stressing hard. A lot of old people still don't know they can pay online or just don't know how to use autopay. I mean, I have the mild annoyance that I can't get everything to auto-pay for my credit card. There's always one or two that are like, what the frick is Visa? It's nice being able to jerk it in my room with sound. Did your parents forbid the use of headphones? No, but you had to be able to hear them approaching. A small thing, but I have two younger brothers who are always quite greedy and selfish with food. My mum would buy a limited amount of snack food, and once it was gone, it was gone until the next big food shop. My brothers would dive in like locusts and eat all of the crisps, chocolate, ice cream, or whatever, and leave nothing for me. It's been 10 years since I moved out, and I never stop being happy that the chocolate I bought a week ago and I'm looking forward to after work is still there when I get home. It's nice having control over your own stuff. This. I have five siblings, so my when I grow up fantasy was literally to buy a bag of sun chips and eat the entire thing by myself. It took me a year after moving out of my parents' house to do it. I think on some level, I was still convinced it would disappear. I have four future stepchildren. I stopped buying junk food because one of them will eat it all in two days. This leaves nothing for the other three, and she's already overweight at 12. Now they only get fresh fruit and cheese sticks for snacks. We also have one homemade sugary treat on Saturday. It was this or individual locked boxes for each kid. I think you're doing the right thing. Don't make a fuss over the overeater and just include healthy foods. When they're adults buying and prepping their own foods, they can make their own mistakes. It's so freaking quiet. The first night I looked up at my ceiling and I actually had silence. I was so happy it was hard to sleep that night. This. Oh my god, you can have this magnificent, absolute silence whenever you want. On the flip side, it can sometimes get very lonely if you don't have a lot going on with the rest of your social life. I went a few months without a roommate, and it's nice for sure, but sometimes laying there at night is weird. You can't just walk out into the living room and just shoot the crap and laugh and joke with somebody while you drink orange juice out of the jug in your pajamas for a few minutes before going back to bed. Most of the habits you have are actually your parents' habits they pass on to you. I also noticed that not everyone who moves out of their parents' house realizes this. My wife and I argue frequently, though not in a serious way, that the other loads the dishwasher wrong because our parents had different dishwasher habits. I choose who I let come over. This is big. I hated most of my brother's friends and most of the people I lived with. Mom's fiancé and his kids and grandkids irritated the crap out of me. Now it's just me and whoever I invite over. It's beautiful. I can't afford all those extra things I usually throw in my parents' grocery trolley. And how expensive the essentials like toilet paper and dish soap add up to be. And how it's a chore in itself remembering to write them on the list and actually purchase them. It's easy to think you're doing super well with money before you start paying for incidentals and household stuff. So true, I remember my first trip to the store about a month and a half after I went to college. I had a pretty tight budget of about $250 a month that my parents gave me to spend on random things, which, by the way, I know is extremely generous of my parents to give me and I'm exceedingly grateful that they did. I went to the store thinking, okay, all I need is some toilet paper, that should be pretty cheap. I'll still have plenty of money to buy some booze and eat out with friends a few times. Maybe I'll have enough to get a new video game. Then I walked down the aisle and realized pretty quickly that I needed a lot more than just TP. I was nearly out of laundry detergent, shampoo, deodorant, trash bags, etc. By the time the clerk was done ringing it all up, the bill was north of $100, which was further punctuated with the knowledge that my car was basically on empty and that I needed to stop on the way home and get gas. I sat at home that night knowing that I had like $90 of spending money for the rest of the month. It was a harsh moment of reality when my friends wanted me to go out and I had to tell them I couldn't afford it. I learned pretty quickly that I needed to make a budget and not take all of those small household items for granted. That the Dish Fairy didn't move in with me You'll soon realize that the dish fairy was inside you all along. The ghost sounds I was hearing all the time was my parents doing the deed. Spooky. God damn, I miss my dad. God damn, am I glad to be away from my mother. Oh, I can bring boys into the house. That everything costs money. Rent costs money. Council taxes cost money. Heat costs money. Water costs money. Electricity costs money. Groceries, guess what, cost money. Petrol costs money, maintenance costs money, TV license costs money, just living costs money. I was in no way spoiled or sheltered when I was growing up, but even I was shocked by the expenses of everything. I dread to think how much my parents must have been spending every month just to keep a family of five alive. Makes me appreciate them even more, and I feel awful about how I used to moan about not having stuff when I was growing up. A fairly high amount of the comments on the cost of living in this one... (laughs) I would suspect that's the biggest factor when you move out, although some of us delay the issues of bills by living in student accommodation and just clump it all together. That I actually don't mind a little bit of order in my house. Oh, I hear ya. Nothing like coming home to no surprises. It's also kind of weird. I live with my parents still, but I was completely alone for a few weeks last year, and for some reason it was really odd to come home and find that nothing had moved. I mean, of course, the first thing you notice is that those dishes aren't going to do themselves, but it wasn't just about the work I had to do, it was the little things, like putting some letter on a table and it staying there for days unless I moved it myself. Seeing those objects stuck in the same place every time you came home kind of makes you notice how much the house actually lives when everyone else is there. It's so gosh darn quiet, gloriously quiet. I laid on my floor of my empty apartment living room like, oh my god, yes how much they actually took care of. Those frickers own a house, cabin, a condo, and manage every single bill they have while working more than full-time jobs. The kicker? They still have free time. Like what the frick, parents, I can barely make breakfast and be out the door on time, yet y'all just made a five-course breakfast and have finished half your emails in the same time. It made me appreciate how damn efficient they were with their time. I can eat whatever I want for every meal of every day. So how many boxes of Pop-Tarts is that a week? When I was 15, my mom went to prison and my dad was a drunk. So I was in charge of the food stamps, $500 a month. The grocery store had a sale and Pop-Tarts were $1. Guess who had 300 boxes of Pop-Tarts? The freedom from someone else dictating your life, which was absolutely worth all of the other responsibilities that go with living on your own. It's not even close. That I can make a sandwich at 3am and no one can be mad at me. It was liberating. You can submit your own stories to be featured here on the channel. The story submission link is in the description below. And if you want to listen to some vibey music in the background, check out Easy Mode, also linked below, and subscribe. The amount of peace I got and the mental fatigue that got lifted off my shoulders. I felt like I couldn't do anything at home without being judged. Unfortunately, my mom has this habit of randomly stopping by unannounced in the middle of the day. Especially on weekends when I'm just trying to sit in my bathrobe and drink beer and play video games for a few hours in the middle of the daylight. And then she's always so obviously condescending about it and it feels like crap. Like, sorry mom, I got a degree in a field where I can get weekends off, if I work 9 to 5 all week. I don't see why I should have to get up and be super productive every freaking Sunday as well. The other thing that bothers me a lot is that she doesn't really understand what my work is energy management and engineering analysis type stuff. So she kind of dismisses it as if I don't actually have to do any work and my existence is some kind of stress-free fairy tale life. It teased me off. How much I didn't miss it. My roommate was calling home constantly and terribly homesick, but I never felt that. I somehow have a closer relationship with my family after moving out than I did while I lived with them, and their house never fully felt like a home to me. The saying, home is where the heart is, is true even if you're not talking about being in love. I wasn't close with my family, and I didn't feel like that house was much of a home. I lived in an apartment with my best friends from 2012 to 14, and I still miss that terribly at times. I don't really need to eat. Who would bother? What is dinner? Living on my own made me really, really wish eating was optional. The house needed a lot of day-to-day supplies, so the first few shopping trips were insanely expensive. Things like cooking oils, flour, sugar, saran wrap, tinfoil, garbage bags, mops, brooms, plungers, flashlights, etc. You don't really realize how many things you need on hand when you already had them for years with your parents. When I first moved into my apartment, one of the worst things was rebuilding my pantry or spice cabinet. Cooking dinner was always a challenge because there were always little things I forgot that my parents' house just always had. Making chicken tacos and need some seasoning? I'll just grab that Cajun stuff my mum buys. Oh wait, all I have is salt and pepper packets from Wendy's. Guess that's not happening. I've been on my own for mostly a year now and there's still things that I don't ever think of that my parents always had, like skewers and tongs and a whisk and a hand mixer. Never thought I would have to make do with so little simply because I forgot about stuff. One of the first days in my apartment, I dropped food on the floor and instinctively called the dog over to clean it up. Didn't have a dog anymore. That's why I got one for my place. Also, it helps me to not feel lonely. That I had made a huge mistake. However, I could sit as close to the TV as I wanted and stand there with the refrigerator door open and cool the whole neighborhood. I'm all alone and can do whatever I want, whenever I want. Living alone, everything in the fridge spoils so gosh darn fast. Cooking huge portions is awesome. It's relatively cheap and makes for really easy dinners throughout the week. Yeah, I load up the crock pot, go to work, come home to dinner, and have portions to freeze. I'm not sure where this falls between awesome independence and burning your apartment to the ground by accident. I guess that's unlikely, but I would be terrified to leave a cooking implement on at home without me there all day. When I lived at my mum's, I had to ask for permission to shower. When I moved out, I would ask my roommate if I could shower. It wasn't until a couple of months of living together that she told me I didn't have to ask and I could just shower. I had no idea it was a weird thing to ask permission for. That and a lot of other things. Toilet paper doesn't just magically appear in the cupboard. You actually have to remember to go and buy it. There was a reason my dad was so crazy about what the thermostat was set to. That crap gets expensive. That the real world is easy. I was 18 when I moved out. I'd already been paying for my car and car insurance, health insurance, and taking care of myself, clothes, food, dog, financially for years because my mum was incapable of taking care of herself, let alone her daughter. I've always been the one to cook and clean and budget money and take care of myself and others. My family would ask how it is to not live with my mum and living on my own, asking as if it was a huge shock or anything like that. Other than having less spending money, it was exactly the same as living with my alcoholic, hardly home mother. My childhood might have been heck, but I grew up fast and I was able to migrate to living on my own and adulthood seamlessly. If she's not proud of you, I'm proud of you. You grew up strong. Keep on keeping on. That being an adult is way less scary than it was made out to be. It isn't normal to spend a whole 12-hour day once a week going over finances. It isn't normal for it to take two months to resolve a phone call with a company. Cleaning the house shouldn't take a whole week. Driving isn't that bad. My mum made me terrified to be an adult and now I'm handling it just freaking fine. I'm really teed off at how anxious she made me. My parents were chain smokers. My whole life I lived in a smoke-filled house. The first time I came back from college, I was hit with a wave of stale cigarette smoke. I realized two things. Cigarette smoke smells like butt, and I figured why I grew up with pretty non-stop allergies and asthma. Why anyone would willfully fill their house with that crap is beyond my understanding. Same. I was the only person in my house that didn't smoke. Even my young sister was smoking by 13, and because of that, all of my clothes stank of smoke, and people would ask me if I'd been smoking. I'd never even tried one. I never realized how bad it was until I moved away for a few months. I lived with people who smoked, but they'd maybe had one or two while they were home, and if it was warm enough, they'd go outside. When I moved back, I felt like I was sick all the time and I would get horrible headaches. I suffered headaches before this, but the doctors said it was stress headaches, but obviously we knew what it is now. One day, I was sat in the living room trying to eat and my nan, who I lived with, started to come in and light up. I asked her repeatedly to go into the kitchen and smoke instead and she wouldn't and I just went mental, flipped the table over and stayed at my boyfriend's that night. Toilet paper that doesn't feel like sandpaper is too expensive. You buy cheap ketchup, the cheap bread, store brand Advil, whatever, but you do not go with the cheap toilet paper. Yeah, and you've only got one butthole for the rest of your life. Treat it with the respect it deserves. Don't get me started on how coddled the modern butthole is. Dust is real, very real. When I set down something, it's where I left it when I go to get it later. I had a free ride all of my life until moving out. I can pee with the door open, it's a way of life now. That cleaning isn't such a chore as parents make it out to be. I clean one day a week on a Saturday for about three hours and that's it. Everything is done. I just make sure to clean up after myself as best as I can. Sometimes I'll admit I'll leave that thing out on my coffee table for a while or leave dirty clothes near my laundry basket but not quite in it. But it's no biggie, small messes here and there. Still in the end, just a few hours on a Saturday to vacuum Clorox, Windex and Lysol everything and it's clean for another week. I also realized that most of the messes my parents would complain about were the ones that they made themselves that got out of control and then they would pin it on me to help clean it up. Now everything is clean, no one nags for it to be cleaner since it's already spotless and it's wonderful. I came here to post along the same lines. When I lived at home, somehow every kitchen mess was my mess to clean. They did fine with everything else but the kitchen always had stacks of dishes, piles of mail, countertops full of crumbs, etc. I moved out, bought my own house, I deep-clean my kitchen once every 1.5 to 2 weeks to keep it tidy the rest of the time. Their kitchen is exactly the same as when I left. Of course, a lot of that has to do with the fact that you are, one, living in a space significantly smaller than your parents, and two, not cleaning up after as many people. Keeping clean a 5-bed, 4-bath house while raising two children and working full-time is exactly as much of a chore as your parents made it out to be that not everything needs to be immediate. Growing up, if my parents asked, told me how to do something, they meant now. Dishes needed to be done now. Trash needs to be done now. Lawn needs to be mowed now. When I moved out, most adults in my life assumed it would go to crap because I seemed lazy. But really, it just let me do what I needed to do at my own pace instead. Dishes can sit a day or two. Trash can wait a bit. Not everything is an emergency. I kind of had the opposite happen. When I was married and asked my husband to do something, never said, do it now, just that I needed his help. His default answer was, not right now, which translated to no. My significant other is so different. I mentioned in passing that there was a thing, old shelf component sticking out of the pantry wall and that this thing needs to go. He stopped what he was doing, got a flashlight and the drill and took care of it on the spot. This blew my mind. I thanked him profusely and continue to do so whenever he helps me out. He does the same, so nobody feels taken advantage of. It's such a nice change of pace. That I didn't have to account for all of my comings and goings, report where I was and when I'd be back, and when I came home, I didn't have that pit in my stomach that I had at my parents' house, knowing I would no longer be interrogated and criticized for whatever I was doing. I knew my parents were controlling and manipulative, but I didn't realize how bad it was until I left. Best decision ever the skyrocket of my self-esteem. There was no one to call me fat or tell me my clothes and hair were ugly or stupid. The constant criticism and drunken abuse vanished. It was no longer my responsibility to get my loser brother doing things or meeting people. He's three years older than me. I still see my mum and dad most weekends, but as soon as my mum starts drinking, I get to peace out and go home. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, or if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Everything linked in the description.